Good afternoon and welcome to the Monday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll hear from Manitoba Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler on the drought situation. Up first in today's country comment, we'll be joined by Carson Callum, General Manager for Manitoba Beef Producers. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. On Friday, the governments of Canada and Manitoba announced they've agreed to increase the 2021 Agri-Stability Interim Benefit Payment Percentage from 50 to 75% for Manitoba producers. I got reaction from Carson Callum, General Manager for Manitoba Beef Producers. Basically, it'll help with cash flow, and we see it as a positive. They also... Uh, they also brought in the late participation clause um, from our understanding. So if folks are are uh, looking at potentially getting involved in agri-stability, especially in this really disastrous year, we're encouraging every producer to talk to their financial advisor and see how this particular program can help. And uh, we also heard uh, from the federal government um, some talks surrounding agri-recovery, um, $100 million uh, made available there. I understand Manitoba is putting, a, I guess, a proposal together or, or looking at that. Um, can you talk a little bit about that process? I, I, I believe you guys have been involved in that. Or? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the, the Manitoba government, I know, is working hard collaboratively with their, with their counterparts in other provinces and with the federal government to get a program developed here in the province. Um, it was you know, very encouraging to see this first step taken for agri-recovery, which is a disaster framework. Um, to uh, you know, ensure that the process is 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 timely as it can be. Understanding it, there are steps involved that uh, need to be taken. So it is a good thing, and uh, we're hoping that we can hear something from Manitoba government um, in the very short term on what their program is going to look like and how they may utilize some of those those agri recovery dollars committed by the the feds here initially. Um, and get some of this support out the door because it's uh, you know it's it's so urgent. Regarding the livestock, the tax deferral um, program, um, we saw some of the other provinces expand some of the regions there. Um, is that something? As far as Manitoba, would you like to see other areas added to that? Or you know, the map that uh, that was eligible for livestock tax deferral was you know fairly much the whole producing part of the of the province, so the the southern portion here. Uh, so I think we're pretty well covered from our our understanding of how that has rolled out, but we're still lobbying on from provincial and federal standpoint on on changes to the livestock tax deferral itself. So opening it up for other classes, not just breeding stock. Understanding the conditions this year, and then trying to get it expanded over multiple years to help alleviate some of the hurt that uh, some of these uh, producers are having that had to disperse a. A great number of animals and effectively you know selling more than one calf crop in one year and having a abnormally large income give us an update on the situation right now oh they're still really dire i mean you see posts on social media um daily about uh the conditions and how they're either completely desolate or deteriorating and uh and that's why it just Producers need a bit of stability, a little bit of support, um, some understanding that agri-recovery will be rolling forward within Manitoba, and as soon as Manitoba government can announce something to, to give a bit of uh, you know, stability to producers, knowing that they may have some backing to be able to source some of this more you know, extraordinary, costly feeds, um, yeah, I think that's, that'll be extremely important just because it's, 
it continues to deteriorate when we don't get rain. That was Carson Callum, general manager for Manitoba Beef Producers. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Last week, Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bebo announced that the Government of Canada is making $100 million available through the EGRA recovery framework. Manitoba Ag Minister Ralph Eichler addressed the media on Friday. We're certainly wanting to work with them, uh, making sure that we have, uh, again, uh, the livestock preservers, all, all livestock, by the way, the bison, the sheep, uh, the equine, uh, even the beekeepers have also had some, uh, some ask in there. And then on the, on the cereal crops, uh, we'll wait and see what those actually look like. We've also had conversations with the vegetables, the pick of the market, again, AMM. Uh, this is a, a, a province as a whole uh, that's working on this, the dairy farmers. Not all of them are affected, but uh, they've certainly uh, been to the table with us. Uh, and, of course, CAP has been at the table with us on a, on a daily basis. It was also announced that Manitoba is invoking the late participation provision of agri-stability. And Manitoba Beef Producers is giving an update on the feed situation. Here's Vice President Melissa Atchison. If we can work with our, our annual crop producers to, you know, maybe use some of those low-quality or low-yielding grains, that would be really helpful and promote some goodwill across the industry. It's certainly important to check all these straw. I think there's going to be a lot of straw being fed this year. Check it for nitrates, get it feed-tested, and, and make sure your ration is balanced by a qualified nutritionist just to just to avoid any metabolic wrecks that could occur. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Monday, August 9th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from Manitoba Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler. On Friday, Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bebo announced that the Government of Canada is making $100 million available through the EGRA recovery framework. We got an update on the situation from Manitoba Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler. Certainly, it's a pleasure to be back in the Department of Agriculture. Uh, we have some challenges that we're all very much aware of. Um, I, uh, I got sworn in on Thursday uh, and Friday... Uh, right away, I reached out to my colleague, Minister Bebo, aligned uh, our situation here in Manitoba, asked her firsthand if she would come to Manitoba and have a look. Um, as most of you know, I'm big on relationships, so um, thank goodness I had some previous experience, and uh, she agreed very readily to come to Manitoba, see firsthand really what uh, was happening here in Manitoba, so she could help us try and decide uh, how we might want to go about an ag recovery program. Since then, I've wrote uh, three letters to her, talked to her several times on the phone. My staff and uh, and the department have been talking not only with her staff, but trying to work through what an ag recovery program will look like. Uh, I did put a group together of uh, stakeholders to uh, reach out to, uh, so not only the beef producers, but the Keystone Ag producers, AMM, uh, Manitoba Pulse, um, uh, and a host of others. There's probably around 20-some on the consultation stakeholder group. Um, government can't do this alone, and nor should we. We need to design a program that's going to be making our producers uh, whole, uh, sustainable, 
but also put some hope in the, in the window uh, for those producers that have been hard hit. Now, I've heard reports uh, that there's a number of, uh, of areas that are hard hit, uh, mainly by grasshoppers and drought, uh, but there's also areas where we're hearing yields from 40% on uh, 40 bushels per acre on some areas, 140 on others. Uh, so we want to be able to develop those programs uh, through consultations with the ministers from Ontario, uh, Saskatchewan, Alberta. So we've been having daily calls uh, building up to now, uh, trying to make sure we don't pick winners and losers. At the end of the day, we want to make sure our producers have a program that's going to work. Now, today, Minister Beeble did come out with an announcement uh, saying Ag Recovery will be able to go forward. Some of the asks we already um, had gotten approval on, that was on the cash advance. One of the asks that I did bring forward would be the all levels of livestock that would be deferred uh, for taxation purpose if they had to sell them off. A number of producers sell their yearlings off in the spring and then some had to sell some of their uh, cull cows or the cows that are not doing quite as good as they wanted to be, so they didn't want them hanging around using up their feed stock. So we wanted to uh, uh, just make sure that these programs were responding to the need. So uh, it's good to have those, those stakeholders with us on those calls. Yeah, the, the minister has not approved all levels. Right now it's just coal cows or uh, the cows that are breeding stock that are part of that. So uh, we know this will be a multi-year um, uh, approach. Uh, so that's why we're asking for for three years. Um, most of the other provinces are on side with Manitoba in that, in that respect. But uh, also we know that we're a smaller province as far as our beefer is concerned, but a very important part of our economy. Uh, agriculture makes up about 17% of our GDP. Now in Ontario, it's a bit different, it's 2.2%. Saskatchewan, Alberta are about like us, uh, but Alberta is a bit different because of the oil and gas. But certainly our needs are a lot the same, but certainly wanted to be able to respond in a timely manner. Also, just on the uh, cash up front, on the $44 a ton that was approved earlier, uh, we're going to advance that money now so the producers can be have access to that cash to replenish the feedstock. The other thing that we did through MESC was make um, available to producers a lot of those farmers that are mixed where they see their crop wasn't going to be worth it to run through the combine, to leave a swath and go ahead, process that, in, process that into feed. I don't know if any of you had the opportunity to travel up to the only country where the grasshoppers are, but certainly they can wipe out a crop in a day pretty easy. So we acted very quickly. One of the things that, uh, that we've seen a lot of that, uh, that crop has been turned into green feed or feed available uh, for those producers. We're also working on a corn initiative. A lot of corn in different areas is dry. It's not gonna make sottage uh, or, or feed corn either. So we wanna try and convert that over to feedstock. So we hope to have answers on that real soon. Just on the announcement this morning, I'd be remiss, but I didn't wanna say thank you to the federal government for the announcement. We have not had a chance to do a deep dive into it. Um, but we're certainly wanting to work with them, uh, making sure that we have, uh, again, uh, the livestock, because there's just all, all livestock, by the way, the, 
bison, the sheep, uh, the equine, uh, even the beekeepers have also had some uh, some ask in there. And then on the on the cereal crops, uh, we'll wait and see what those actually look like. We've also had conversations with the vegetables, um, pick of the market, again AMM. Uh, this is a, a, a province as a whole uh, that's working on this. The dairy farmers, not all of them are affected, but uh, they certainly uh, been to the table with us. Uh, and of course, CAP has been at the table with us on a, on a daily basis, uh, giving us feedback. So uh, a big kudos to all those uh, organizations that stepped up and provided um, advice to my department on how to work on these programs. And of course, uh, respond in a timely manner. That's really important that a timely manner uh, be addressed because they're making decisions daily. Uh, out of the 8,700 head that was sold in July, uh, our data is telling us most of those were cold cows and, and open animals that just didn't respond for the producer. But there's others that have sold off some cow-calf fairs. Uh, certainly now they can uh, hopefully be able to make some of those decisions. That was Manitoba Agriculture Minister Ralph Eichler addressing the media on Friday to give an update on the drought situation. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Series Global Seeds Tours are planned for August 10th in Winkler, August 11th in Bagot, and August 18th at Del Mar Beaujeur. Registration begins at 8 a.m. and tours get underway at 8.30. Topics include corn and soybean agronomy trials, corn and soybean marketing, specialty crops, food-grade soybean varieties, and more. You can RSVP by email to cunger at seriesglobalseeds.com. A Canadian Beef Checkoff Town Hall webinar will be held August 10th at 7 p.m. Manitoba Agriculture is offering an online environmental farm plan workshop August 25th. The deadline to register is August 11th. Visit the Manitoba Agriculture website to register. The AGM for Farm Credit Canada takes place August 18th at 1 p.m. Visit the FCC website for details. And the Canadian Beef Industry Conference has been rescheduled and moved to an online format this year for August 31st to September 2nd. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Monday afternoon, we're joined by Larry Wagner, Chair of the Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association. Well, second cut, a lot of it's been grazed because they're short. And third cut is practically non-existent. There are always some guys who do have some good land and some moisture, so high water tables are getting a third cut, but they're very few and far between. And uh, but most of the second cut has gone just for grazing, just to keep the cattle herds going. Any thoughts on uh, on Friday's uh, announcements and, and how that'll help? That is a good start. It's not the answer, but it's a good start in the right direction. Wanted to get a bit of an update. Um, I know you guys are holding uh, hosting some tours. Can you can you give us an update on on what's happening there? Yes, we have a we had a, a regenerative conference uh, tour at uh, Ryan Boyd's. It was a good turnout. There was, uh, they ran a groups of people in, in series of tours so they could meet the COVID numbers. Uh, we're looking at having another tour here or later in the month up at uh, Russell uh, English Country there, so we're hoping to get that going. And, yeah, we're, uh, people are wanting to see things. People are wanting to get out and meet and talk to people and see what people are doing. 
because we won't beat this drought by sitting at home and figuring it out ourselves. We have to go talk to people who are trying different things and making things happen. And I've been seeing uh, some some uh, releases here on the, I guess your your conference coming up this fall. That how are things coming together for that? We have got an excellent line of speakers and producer panels set up to talk. And uh, so far, we're very positive. It looks like if everything goes through, we should have a very good meeting in Brandon. When then we have it, it looks like they're. If COVID numbers keep going like they are, we should be able to have it in person and have a supper with it. If that happens, we should be a sellout. That was Larry Wagner, chair of the Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Last week, Federal Ag Minister Marie-Claude Bebo announced that the Government of Canada is making $100 million available through the Agra Recovery Framework. Manitoba Ag Minister Ralph Eichler addressed the media Friday. A big kudos to all those uh, organizations that stepped up and provided advice to my department on how to work on these programs and, of course, uh, respond in a timely manner. That's really important that a timely manner be addressed because they're making decisions daily. Uh, Out of the 8,700 head that was sold in July, our data is telling us most of those were cold cows and, and open animals that just didn't respond for the producer, but there's others that have sold off some cow-calf pairs. Uh, certainly now they can uh, hopefully be able to make some of those decisions. Eichler says they are reviewing the proposal. It was also announced that Manitoba is invoking the late participation provision of agri-stability. And Manitoba Beef Producers is giving an update on the feed situation. Here is Vice President Melissa Atchison. Certainly there's been a few few producers who are really, um, you know, putting, putting the word out there that they've got some crop that they would... Um, sooner switch to alternate use and there's been some good collaboration across the industry it's been really nice to see i understand they're in a really tight spot to what with feed grain prices and forward contracts um we're, we're all in this together it's been a bad year for everybody but i really am I'm happy to see some of that collaboration across the industries i'll be back after this to wrap up today's program We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll hear from CAP President Bill Campbell. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.